The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number six of the Mary and Kisa podcast, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. I'm Mary Preston, and with me, as always, is Kisa Amaro. Kisa, give us some background before we get deeper into today's topic. Mm -hmm. Hi, Mary, and hello, friends. I am Kisa Amaro, certified uh, integrative nutrition coach, and I work with mamas to help them lose weight and gain energy to keep up with their little ones by stop dieting and start eating foods that work for them. I see clients one-on-one to give individualized support to help them reach their health and weight goals. And I am currently working with local business on Guam through corporate wellness coaching. You can follow me on Instagram at Clean Living underscore Dirty World or Facebook at Kisa Amaro Health Coach to get meal inspirations. And Mary and I were just talking about this, but uh, my new website is coming soon. It's almost close. Uh, so yeah. I'm thinking April 1st. Be April out. 1st, April Fools, KisaAmaro.com. Yeah. yeah, it's also my husband's birthday. So, oh, yes, <laughs> get ready, people. Get ready. Woo, it's coming. And hello, everyone. I'm Mary Preston. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a life coach. And I work in a group practice out here in Fort Collins, Colorado, as well as working with clients online. Um, My specialty is teaching real self-care to mental health professionals so they can begin living with intention and purpose instead of getting swallowed by the mental health machine. I just came up with that today. I'm always always revamping, right? I'm trying to get real specific Mm -hmm. because it's tough, Um, but that is who I work with. And I'm talking about real self-care, not just like taking baths, walking in the nature and tea by candlelight. (laughs) Talking about setting boundaries to improve relationships, saying no when you don't have the time, energy, or you simply just don't want to. And self-care also includes limiting time spent on work-related tasks and health and wellness goals like cutting down on the alcohol and finally figuring out your emotional eating. So in 2018, it's my dream to help at least 200 mental health professionals feel like they're back in control of their food and alcohol intake. And my newest six-session, six-week program guides you through taking charge of your eating or drinking habits, and we work together one-to-one to overcome any barriers. And then I also have my free group on Facebook called The Self-Coaching for Mental Health Professionals, where I share a ton of information for free. And that link is in the show notes. Yeah, so come find us. We're going to have a lot of information about us in the show notes below the blog, uh, the podcast on the blog. All right, Kisa, our topic of the day, we tried to come up with a catchy title, but really (laughs) just food elimination diets, nothing sexy about that. No. Um, And this is just, you know, you know, something you're eating is causing problems. Like you just, somebody told you that, or you just know it. 
And in this podcast, we're really going to walk you through, we're going to talk about how to figure out which food is the culprit. And maybe a doctor recommended that you do a food elimination diet or you heard about it online. Maybe you've got stomach pain you can't figure out, asthma, allergies, driving you crazy. Uh, Maybe you just have acne that won't go away no matter how many skin creams you've tried. Um, And so you're thinking the problem is something you're eating, but how the heck do you figure that out? That's what the sexy food elimination diet is about. (laughs) Get to the bottom of it. (laughs) There, there's our our catchy title. (laughs) Sexy food elimination diet. Get to the bottom. Um, So this is a two-parter because Kisa's got a lot of information for you guys. In part one, we're going to, Kisa's going to answer some questions about what a food food elimination diet is, why the heck you'd want to do such a thing, who should do one, and then she's going to give an intro into what common foods can cause problems. And then in part two, which we're going to record in about two weeks, we're going to be covering in more detail exactly how to complete the diet, including the reintroduction phase. And, uh, and where to start if you think this is something you should try. So if you don't feel like you got enough info today, don't worry. We're going to have more for you. Yeah. All right, Kisa. So tell us, what is this, what is this food elimination diet? <laughs> so food elimination diet, it's also known as an exclusion diet. You may have heard of that as well. Is when you eliminate certain foods for a period of time, usually three or four weeks and then slowly reintroduce those foods one at a time and monitor your body for possible reactions. It is used to identify specific foods that a person cannot consume without adverse effects on their body. And an elimination diet might remove one or more common foods such as or it might remove minor or non-nutritive substances, though so, such as like an artificial food coloring. Got it. Uh, common in a lot of processed foods. Um, and food elimination diets rely on trial and error to identify foods that cause issue in the body. There's no like you know test that you send out to a lab and you get the all trial and error. Got it. And so I'm going to do a little summarizing today. And so basically what I'm hearing is mm-hmm. that food elimination diet, we're pinpointing a certain food, chemical, additive, and then we are going to purposefully not eat that for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. See how that feels. And then with intention and planning, not just willy nilly, we eat it again to see how that feels. So we take it out, see how that feels, and then plan to put it back in to get an idea of what that feels like in our body. Yeah, that's spot on, Mary. Yeah. And especially like that reintroduction phase at the end, you know, after you take it out, then you purposefully bring it back in and see how your body. All right. So why? (laughs) Why why are we doing this to ourselves? Why not? I mean, doesn't it sound like a lot of fun? It sounds like a lot of fun. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of work. So why do we do a food elimination diet? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. So food is fuel for our bodies and we want to fuel our bodies with the right food. And that is not always the same for everyone. Food is also information for our bodies and the food we eat sends a message to our bodies and our bodies respond accordingly. So these messages are transmitted through the gastrointestinal tract or GI tract. Which I'll Another 
Another sexy term, GI yeah. tract. Yeah, and the GI tract is very sexy. <laughs> and our GI tract is actually a boundary between food or the outside world and the inside of your body. So if you think of like your mouth to your anus, like that's one long track and it's this kind of like your the outside world, right? right. So once you put food in there, your digestive digestive tract or gastric GI tract is that boundary between the outside world and the inside of your body. And it's responsible for converting our food into chemical messages through the process of digestion and absorption. Oh, yeah. And there are foods that enter into our body through the, our digestive system that can cause inflammation in our bodies. So what that means is that, you know, our bodies for some reason think that the food is a foreign invader and therefore send out an army to attack them. And this is known as the immune response. So it says, you know, if you get a, a cut or scratch um, on your skin, your body sends antibodies to kind of ward off or fight any uh, bacteria or infection. The same thing. So this inflammation can manifest in digestive problems, autoimmune diseases, acne, so by doing a food elimination diet, we can figure out what foods are causing your symptoms and determine which foods fuel your body the best. Right. And um, just to give you a few examples of health issues that foods can cause, um, they can cause anything from asthma, allergies, autoimmune disorders, skin conditions like eczema, hives, and acne, like I mentioned, uh, joint and muscle pain, like arthritis, mood disorders, sleep disturbances, migraines, uh, bloating, constipation or diarrhea, weight gain, neurodegenerative diseases, chronic fatigue, and brain fog. Wow. Yeah, so, so there's nothing wrong with the food itself. It's no, that our body is just making a mistake. It's pinpointing a food or a chemical as like an alien or invader. Mm -hmm. And then the immune system attacks and that's your body creating inflammation, which if it was an invader would be a good thing because mm -hmm. it would be getting rid of it, but it's a mistake it's making. And so it's creating inflammation and it's meant to protect you, but it's creating problems instead. Yeah, so exactly. That looks, so that can look like a lot of different things. That's a oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good idea to give it a try if you've got, I mean, um, we will, I'll make sure to list, I'll write that list in the show notes so you can just take a look at it, you know, is, are, is any of that something that I'm dealing with, you know, is a, a food elimination diet for me? Yeah. Right. So are food elimination diets for everyone? Um, if you have like any of the following symptoms that I just mentioned, you've uh, been to a doctor and can't seem to find the root cause of the symptom, then yes, I highly recommend a food elimination diet. And now notice that I said the root cause. Uh, you may have been to the doctor and been prescribed pain relief for your migraines, say. And now this is all good at helping to relieve the pain and, make, and it makes dealing with migraines a heck of a lot easier. 
uh, because migraines are no joke. No joke. You are correct. I've never had one. <laughs> They're very painful and they just stop you in your tracks. Um, but what if you just never had one ever again, or you could greatly reduce the occurrence of them happening? Uh, what if you did a food elimination diet and figured out that sugar causes your migraines? Then you would know the root cause of the migraine and have, uh, you would not have to rely on the medication to help relieve the pain. Uh, you could take steps to reduce sugar in your diet and you could slowly reduce your need for medication. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's pretty obvious if you have, you know, persistent chronic symptoms um, that, uh, you know, a food elimination diet would benefit you. But what if you don't have persistent symptoms that seem to be bothering you? So for folks, um, for you folks, I'd like to invite you to try it anyway. I've worked with clients and myself as well who didn't realize that food was affecting their energy level or sleep until they took out problem foods and saw and experienced it. For me, I didn't think that gluten or dairy affected my body. I thought it was just fine um, and that I, you know, I felt fine eating the food until I took them out. And once I took them out for a month and then reintroduced them back into the diet, I was able to see that they really affected my energy level and my skin. So when I eliminated gluten, I had a lot more sustained energy, my digestion improved, and my mood was more stable as well. And these were things that I just thought like, oh, this is just the way it is. Um, I thought we were supposed to have kind of like these energy highs and lows um, and like, you know, like your mood. I just thought that was kind of part of it and like part of being a woman and like PMS and all that. Um, <laughs> And when I introduced gluten back in, uh, into my food consumption, I would get very tired after eating it. And my workouts were so much more difficult when, um, than when I didn't eat gluten. I, you know, I can just remember just like gasping for air. I'm like, <gasps> you know, like dying. Right. <laughs> um, and then also when I would eat gluten, I'd have digestive issues that lasted for multiple days after eating gluten, just, you know, one meal, I would have a substantial amount, say like a sandwich, you know, with bread or like a bowl of pasta. Um, mm -hmm. But that would, you know, disturb my digestive, my digestion for multiple days. It wasn't just like that day. It was multiple days after one meal. Um, and then when I took dairy out of my diet, uh, my skin became clearer and my hormone swings lessened. Uh, now when I eat too much dairy, my skin breaks out and I can feel my hormones getting out of balance. Mm -hmm. I'm still able to eat it every now and then, about once a week or so, without having you know, the negative effects of eating it every day, which is what I was doing. I was eating it, you know, every day, sometimes multiple times a day. Um, and overall, when I stay away from gluten, dairy, and sugar too, I have more energy, my brain thinks clearer, my digestion is better, and my skin is clearer, and life is just a lot easier. Yeah. And as, you know, I totally can second that. I didn't have anything necessarily that I was looking to cure. I just, I just 
I'm a person who really likes to um, jump into a challenge. And so I jumped into a paleo challenge because one of my friends was doing it. I didn't really research it. I just was like, oh, what a challenge I'm in. Um, yeah, why not? I figured, you know, figured I'd lose some weight. Sounded pretty healthy because you got rid of sugar. Um, but what I didn't know, which was fantastic, is that my ADHD and anxiety symptoms were going to subside. And so I'm not allergic to any foods, you know, and I used to pride myself on having an iron stomach. Like I could eat before I went on a roller coaster or eat really hot foods, <laughs> tons of sugar. I used to have my coffee with like half sugar, half coffee. Um, and I, yeah, I used to eat right before CrossFit workouts, like directly before. So I wasn't really worried that food was a problem, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, other than excess weight, you know, I wasn't at a weight that I wanted, but through the challenge, I learned that it, when I eat a diet that doesn't include grains or sugar, my brain clarity is substantially better. Um, and then when I do eat a lot of bread or sugary items like cookies, it doesn't happen right away, but I find myself becoming like sluggish, unfocused, tired, bored, and distractible. And so when I pay attention and eat what's best for my body, it tends more energy. I can be present with my clients. Uh, I get all my paperwork done. I spend quality time with my husband, build a business on the side. Um, it makes a big difference for me. Like my brain gets really foggy when I have that food in my system. So that's my why. Yeah. And, you know, you don't necessarily need to have this huge, you know, allergy or autoimmune. Mm -hmm. Uh, disorder to really, I think, find benefits from a uh, food elimination diet. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. So what are the common foods that cause inflammation in the body? Um, so I guess the biggest kind of like the high, um, high on the list foods, culprits would be gluten, dairy, soy, corn, peanuts, citrus fruits, hydrogenated oils, vegetable oils, and then added sugars or artificial sweet. So those are kind of like the common, uh, most common uh, food intolerances. Um, but then there's some others that you might want to consider. Um, maybe if you've tried these before, like the, the top you try those, um, you might want to add um, alcohol and caffeine, nightshades, like eggplants, um, I think like peppers, um, grains, so all grains, not just gluten, but any kind of grain. Not just soy, soy is a legume, but um, other legumes as well. And then peanuts? Uh, yeah, peanuts are a legume, uh, but just like beans and lentils. Oh, right. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you for um, clarifying. Yeah. Um, and then this one, I put processed foods down here, but really if you are eliminating gluten and sugar, then you're pretty much for the most part eliminating processed foods. Right. So it's kind of like this, uh, uh what's it called? Like a side, um, you're going to, you're going to eliminate it anyways. Yeah. But I mean, it also includes, you know, cause I've, in Whole Foods, they have the whole like frozen, heated up quickly section, and there are a lot oh, okay. of mm -hmm. quote unquote like healthier processed foods. Yeah, which you know, if you've tried everything else, um, 
but you are doing those processed foods, you, that would be like one other thing. Yeah, definitely. To remove for sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Pisa, such good info. I think it's really important. I think I like that we, we split this up into two parts and it's really important to have an understanding of what it all means before you decide to take it on because mm -hmm. it is kind of a pain in the ass, you know? Yeah. Um, but totally worth it. Totally worth it. Mm -hmm. And um, Kisa's going to give you our top five tips. Um, and go ahead, Kisa. <laughs> yeah. So um, usually we get tips. And I guess this time it's kind of like, you know, things you should know before diving into an elimination diet, just so you're prepared mentally. Mm -hmm. uh, and you kind of can, you know, expect what to expect or know what to expect. So our first tip is to choose a time that will help you be successful. Um, and what I mean by that is that um, elimination diets do take some time. So choosing the right time will help you be successful. The holidays might not be an ideal time to eliminate sugar and gluten 100% because we're really busy and we go to a lot of uh, gatherings or parties where, you know, it's a lot of gluten and sugar are there. Everyone wants to give you cookies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we want you to be successful and waiting a month until January might be a better option for you. Um, it will also take time to go through your pantry and while shopping to read food labels and look for non-compliant foods to get rid of or to just like say, no, thank you or pass on. Uh, but, you know, just taking that time to really know what's in your food and reading food labels. So you may need to tweak recipes you make already, or you may want to more and making new recipes to support your elimination plan. These will all take extra time, and we want to make sure that you understand this and allow for that added time. So choose a Choose a time that will help you be successful. Right. Um, our second um, thing you should know is to seek out expert guidance. Uh, an elimination diet can be a great tool to figure out if is at the root cause of your health problems. But changing your diet is a big commitment that you shouldn't do alone. So seeking out the guidance of a health professional, uh, a health coach to guide you and support you. They can educate you on what foods to eliminate and what foods to eat, how long to do it, and the reintroduction Working with a health coach will make this process much more effective and easier for you than going it alone. Yeah, definitely getting some support would make it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and our third tip um, or thing you should know um, is it isn't just for allergies. So though a food elimination diet can be a great way to hone in on what foods are causing allergies, it's not just for people with food allergies. So food elimination diets are helpful for people who suffer from autoimmune diseases, chronic aches and pains, um, digestive issues, and skin issues. Um, and then our fourth thing you should know 
before considering a food elimination diet is, <laughs> I like this one, it says not even once. Um, so people have tried elimination diets with no results because they may have eliminated like, the well-known foods such as milk, yogurt, ice cream, and cheese if they're eliminating dairy. Right. But did not pay attention to dairy products being in a granola bar or um, other processed foods. Or they think that just a taste won't make a difference, um, but it really does. If you really want to see, um, all that. you want to take it out of, of your system and then really see how it affects your body. So be sure to read labels thoroughly and know other names that um, that a food is goes by so like sugar i mean it's not just sugar anymore there's like 50 different names for mm -hmm. sugar yeah they get very sneaky these days on nutrition labels because they know yeah. that we're reading them now mm -hmm. so knowing yeah and and dairy and sugar and like sugar substitutes they're in everything yeah so it's a really good idea to look at the ingredients list mm -hmm. and our final thing to consider before doing a food elimination diet is that it's not about the weight loss. Right. So an elimination diet is about tuning into your body and understanding how different foods affect your body and identifying foods that may give you health issues. So you will learn if foods you are eating are causing chronic symptoms in your body. Um, its purpose is not for weight loss. However, this may be a byproduct of an elimination diet. So it may happen, but we, want you to, we don't want you to go into a food elimination diet for the purpose of weight loss alone. Right. So if you are looking for weight loss only, then seek out the support of a health coach to guide you along that process. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, because food elimination is more about figuring out that food, not about losing weight. Yeah. Cause you never know what, what foods are actually affecting you. So I would wait till wait to try to lose weight until after you know what foods are affecting you. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cause otherwise you don't, you don't know if you're going to be able to lose weight, right? You're just trying to figure things out and then you can make conscious decisions about what to eat. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, so that was just part one, part one of two. Don't forget to join us on our next podcast, we'll bitch, ooh, <laughs> which will be part two on this two-part podcast on food elimination diets. And in that one, we'll be covering how to complete the food elimination diet, um, explain how to do that reintroduction phase where you bring the food back in and what to do if you think a food elimination diet is for you. And, you know, do, do want to say, you know, this advice is not in, you know, in the absence of your doctor's advice. If your doctor has different advice for you, definitely run this by your doctor. Or if you have, you know, other conditions that you're like, oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't just pull a certain food item out of your diet that could, that could affect your physical illness. Definitely run that through your doctor first. Yes, definitely. For sure. We don't want to hurt you. It's just about discovery. Yep. 
All right, guys, that's all we've got for you today. Thanks for being super awesome and listening to our podcast. And of course, if you'd like to know more about like what foods to eat, what foods we recommend, uh, more information about food in general, or if you'd like more support with changing your eating habits or getting healthier, dealing with emotional eating, decreasing your alcohol intake, you can find us. You can contact me at Facebook at Mary Preston LMFT or on Instagram at Mary Preston or on the website where you may have found this, maryelisepreston.com. And you can find Kisa at Instagram at clean living underscore dirty world or Facebook at Kisa Amaro health coach get meal inspirations. As always, that info will be on the blog post in the show notes. So you don't have to write this down while I'm saying it. And uh, Kisa's new website. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. Um, I'm going to get to to stop being so excited about it coming out because it's going to be coming <laughs> soon. Yeah. It's coming up. Yep. Very exciting. All right, Kisa. All right, Mary. We'll talk to the people soon. Goodbye, everyone. We love you.